outside the Gelega Convention Center about 50 members of the Right to Know campaign and Outer sang liberation songs and held placards protesting against ESCOM's application to increase electricity tariffs. Some of the placards read, ESCOM, control your costs, and Zuma, Asinamali. Speaking on behalf of the group, Rob Hutchinson, Outer's communications director, said consumers cannot afford the increase of more than 16%. From our research, ESCOM is not running at a loss. They're, they're still making a profit, and that can be shown by the exorbitant bonuses that have been paid to the executives in millions of rands of bonuses. So they don't really need, according to our calculations, they don't need this increase in any way whatsoever. So it cannot affect the economic climate. But if you start charging consumers and businesses 16.8% more than what they're currently paying now, it's going to have a drastic effect on, on our economic climate, which is struggling already. While slogans were being chanted outside, things were heating up inside. Nursa grilled ESCOM on the exorbitant amount of money it used on diesel to run the open-cycle gas turbines. Presenting on behalf of the power utility, Anoj Singh emphasized that if ESCOM had not done this, the load-shedding period would have been prolonged and most South Africans would have been left without power. The load-shedding scenario would have been intensified if diesel were limited to peak hours only. So just to put this into context, in the year in question, I think we only had around 13 hours of load shedding in that entire year. So had we not run the diesel, we would have basically load shed another 2,586 gigawatts of capacity that would have not been available, which equates to about 25 billion rand impact on the economy. We've ran diesel. It costs us 8 billion more than what was allowed. And when we make the decision around running diesel, we weigh that up against the impact of the economy. Nurses Chairperson Jacob Mudise then probed Singh on the astronomical diesel costs, asking him if it was justified for the utility to have taken the route it did. Do you agree that the power from, if had you imported power from Kohorabasa, it would have been at a cheaper rate? That's number one. Number two, I mean, your, your international, your imports of power were lower by about 3.2 terawatt hours. So, I mean, it was more than your use of OCGTs. On top of that, because of problems that were experienced in Botswana, you then exported again over 2 terawatt hours more power. So, South Africa was then denied this additional 2,000 extra power that you exported. ESCOM also told the regulator that lack of tariff increases, which it applied for in the past, had resulted in ratings agencies viewing the regulatory framework more in favor of consumers, which they say is hurting the utility's credit profile. However, nurses Tembani Bukula hit back at ESCOM and said the blame lies squarely on it, as it has in the past failed to provide relevant cost projections. We want you to take this as a party note that uh, both those statements, especially the one that the framework has been subjectly has recently been sub- subject to negative intervention aimed at. I, I, I think the multi-year price determination never asked for reduction of prices. It was all of the other determinations that the regulator has made has given the reasons for that and has never had, uh, uh, I think you have indicated that uh, customers have been protected. Uh, that's part of setting the tariffs. Others are protected too. So that statement, we, we, we do not find its uh, relevance and its applicability Different organizations, including the Chamber of Mines, Salga and the Steel and Engineering Industries Federation of Southern Africa, also made presentations. 
They are against the increases. South Africans will know by the end of this month if the regulator will allow ESCOM to hike tariffs by more than 16%. I'm Morafi Tabani in Johannesburg.